0: Hi. Welcome to Intuition Your First Sense. This is Vicky. Thank you for joining me. This is the kickoff of season 3. I'm so excited. This is the 50 well, technically the 53rd or something like that show if you count the bonus ones. But if the, if you're listening to this now and you have not subscribed, go ahead and hit that button because I don't announce the bonus episodes. They just show up in your podcast format and you want to be, if you want to receive them, you'll have to subscribe because those are my thank yous. Those are extra information. It might be a meditation, but I put them in there as the surprise in the bottom of the cereal box. So go ahead and hit subscribe so that this will land in your, in your app every Wednesday and then sometimes bonuses show up. So thank you so much for being here where we're learning about our intuition, how it very much is interactive, integrated, and actually imperative to understand in order to have, I think, our best human experience because it is our first sense. It's what we came in with and more and more people are becoming aware that it has a name that that sensation that knowing that way you've somehow directed your life has a name it has a huge purpose um, for you in order to have the most fulfilling experience i happen to believe i'm a little biased because i love the subject of intuition and i I'm fascinated about how people are wired and how are they using it? Are they not using it? Can we make it more readily available, more commonplace? I mean, if it's the first one we came in with, it's already commonplace. We just have to bring some consciousness to that, right? So what I thought we'd talk about today is the topic of fear. And I've done one other episode on this and but there's such a prevalent energy right now of fear that I felt in order to be timely and and maybe to give some skill sets I would do another episode so stick around so last week eh, a couple of weeks ago now I was working with a client who's been with me for uh, quite a few years and on and off and then most recently uh, consistently so we were talking about what was going on in her life and yes there was a big shift happening after being married for a very long time they were going their separate ways and that is very challenging in whether somebody passes or divorces or the relationship ends or if you leave an employment that you've been at for more than say 10 years there's a connection there, and especially if it's an intimate relationship, there's a connection in the deep limbic limbic brain that, you know, forges <laughs> this cord, this energy cord, as well as an emotional cord between people. And just signing a piece of paper is not going to sever that cord. So we were talking about the upcoming... You know trial date and everything and preparing and really helping her to be in her best space so that she uh, was able to hear what was going on, she was able to contribute and that she was actually, my hope was that she would feel so secure in who she was that whatever happens from the other side, she could stand there and she could take it in and she could make a, an educated response to it. And she was playing a story out. She was telling me all these things that we don't know yet. I mean, I have a really good track record and I still can't see everything that's coming up on somebody's movie screen. It's just not possible given all the variables that happen in our world. And I asked her if she felt like she was in fear or was she informed and I think I actually said it the other way around. I asked her if she was informed or in fear because she gave me this look that was, oh, this is one of Vicki's sayings and this is the benefit of a, a video session, right? You can see the expression on the other person's face. And I knew to just wait a moment because she had to process that question that we can't have an answer right away. And she was a little confused about why i was asking that because she wasn't able to hear that she was winding into a story because when you're in it it's really hard to know that like your system is not able to make sense out of anything it it is just going to run with whatever the worst case scenario is and and she wasn't able to hear that right she wasn't able to hear herself and when I paused and I asked her that question, and then I paused waiting to hear what her response was, she realized that she was giving me stuff that had not happened. And in all likelihood, given the personality and the wiring of her spouse was not likely to happen. So basically her brain was trying to come up with the worst case scenario and was speaking that out when, in fact, if we went with the informed knowing that we had from decades of experience with them together, it wasn't likely to play out that way. Now, had she kept contributing and had I let her go with her story, it could have wound into something that was not supportive at all. So that question of are you informed or are you in fear? Uh, A little play on words, but we know I love my words. So I think it's important to ask ourselves because fear is there for a reason. It is there to help us know when we are in danger. Do I need to get myself out of this room? Um, Is this not a great relationship for me to be in um, a working situation or... You know, maybe you're out at a bar, maybe your intent, your intuition tells you, you got to get going, man. And you trust it so much that you now listen. That fear is there for a reason. Originally, it was probably to let us know about saber-toothed tigers, but you know, I live in the Berkshires. There are bears. That fear energy and that place of, oh boy, is something going to happen can come in handy. And yes, I jump at <laughs> sound in the woods if I'm being in my fearful space. Have I ever encountered one? Well, I saw one on a trail one time. It was far enough ahead of me that I knew that if I just waited, it it would move on. But that doesn't mean when a chipmunk jumps over the the leaves, I don't jump. I admittedly do. Anyone who's done any hiking or trail running with me (laughs) will tell you that I do and that's fine because if it was a bear or mountain lion or uh, a danger noodle as somebody that I know calls snakes I wouldn't want to get my butt and into a safe space so it is there for a good reason however I think often people get addicted to that fear place. All you have to do is see a post on Facebook and some people don't even have the information about it and they will run with it or they will make it their story. So when you're empathizing with someone, because we've all known fear, right? So you can empathize and you can say, you know, I I know how you feel. But as soon as you run into a story and stuff, you're looking in sympathy and you just want some attention. So it's very, it can be intoxicating because people want to join in that fear place. I will often say to not just clients, but my kids, my um, friends and stuff that I'm here for the solution. I'm not going to join you in that fear. It doesn't mean my stomach's not flipping um, or I'm not nervous in some way. It just means that I know I'm of best service when I remain calm when I use all of the techniques that I have on board to be in a space of support for this other person. So fear can be something that we look to to avoid situations, avoid having those courageous conversations with your boss or a relationship, Um, the cable company, you know, sometimes people avoid doing their household chores they'll get on their phones and be in the games or scrolling or you know be mindless eating or something to avoid the you know maybe the laundry's piling up i don't understand that phenomenon because we know i love laundry but it is in there and it can get out of balance it can get out of whack so it 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 gives a pretty good excuse sometimes too that a lot of the times when i ask someone do you know what that feeling is what is your body telling you or why is it that you feel stuck inevitably the one of the first if not the first response i will hear from people is well i'm afraid and i there's some level of my knowing that feel and because i'm human and i've used it i there's some level of knowing that this is an excuse you're not really afraid to do what you want to do or what you're considering um you're you're more i think people are more afraid that they're going to do well at it and then there's going to be a fear that i have to maintain this level uh constantly of I don't know, being the adventurer. And it's not true either. Balance and everything, right? And sometimes people say, well, I'm afraid if I do it, I'll fail. Well, you might. If you attempt to go on a 10-mile hike and you've never strapped on the boots before, you're probably going to bail. Now, you probably can do it, but you're you're not going to love the whole experience. And if you're setting out to create your own business. Oh, let me assure you, there will be many opportunities where you have fear, where something doesn't go well, where you have to drop back and punt. That's just the definition of entrepreneurship. So if you're even considering having your own business, Uh, going out on your own, like any of this kind of stuff, oh yeah, it's going to happen. So I think if you face it and you say, well, it's inevitable that I'm going to have to try a few things first and some of them may not work, I think it takes the pressure out of it. But to say I'm afraid to do something and you have not even taken one step towards it, That's an excuse. I think you have to actually be in situation in order to know if you're afraid of something or not. So uh, what I'm saying is be truthful to self. I have some apprehension. Um, I'm not sure if I will do it well. Just get into it. Don't go with the excuse of I'm afraid because you know, it's like babies don't necessarily have that fear when they're walking and I think that's a good thing. Because otherwise we'd all be slugs. We'd never move from the spot that we were planted because we were afraid to get up and go. And I also feel like a lot of, I'm hearing it a lot from some younger people or parents will tell me that their kids are so afraid. Well, I really believe that we're not allowing them to fall a little bit, to experience the well, that didn't go so great. Um, Let me see if I can reconfigure, I can stop, I can pause and think about something and maybe come up with another way of approaching it. And that's all necessary to dissipate fear. One of the things that helps to know that fear is a good thing and we can use it to our benefit is to have gone through previous experiences where you didn't think you were going to come out. And you did because that track record is what helps you keep showing up and keep trying. And I've said before on this podcast, if something scares me, I have to try it. I do have some, some limitations. I have some intelligence there. Um, for me, if I'm out hiking, my brain just pauses if there's any kind of opening to jump over it freezes and I've been working with it and thankfully you know my partner is very patient because I'll say to him I will do this I just have to have a conversation with my brain right now to let me know that there is no way in heck this body is fitting and going to fall through a two foot uh crevice. It's just not going to happen. I have a little bit more padding than that. So sometimes we have to face it and look at it and, and call the bullshit on it so that we can step forward because maybe there's something in the past that you tried and it did give you a fright and again, that protective mechanism is there. I will go around. If, if my brain will not shift, I'll find a way around. And I've learned to be in a place of acceptance around this. And But that doesn't mean the next time I see one, I'm going to automatically go around. I'm actually going to stand there and say, you know, what are the chances that I'm going to fall in that hole? I know how to leap, I'm capable of it. But where's my trust factor and where I'm landing? And that is often the case, right? We're not so, I don't think we're afraid of leaping. I think we're more scared of, am I going to land? Am I going to land upright? Am I gonna land on my bum? Um, but either way, when you question it, it takes some of the fear out of it. And much like, you know, we have a lot of fear going around about viruses and such. And the people who are informed and are getting their information from their medical professionals, from the um, actually the professionals, and not those that just make up stuff, you feel a little bit more secure because you have the information. It will always calm that you know runaway brain that wants to create a worst-case scenario. So um, the the carrying of fear will also limit the joy that you can have in this lifetime because, you know, using the, the experience of this um, jumping over a space that's there, when you do it, you get to high-five, you get to feel proud of yourself. And it's a way to build the self-esteem within someone. Um, a lot of the times when, when kids that I'm around, and especially my kids, I didn't solve things for them. And if they fell down, I was there. But I also helped them to understand, why did you fall? Should you have been wearing flip-flops while you were riding your bike? Um, you know, basically getting their brains involved in the problem solving. So the, the joy that we have from Completing something is far outweighs and can turn down that fear that's there initially. And it can, if you're carrying fear and you're living in fear, it diminishes your health so much. And talk about the viruses, it will diminish your immune system because it's just short-circuiting everything that's in there. That anxiousness and, and living in that space Very few of us are actually in danger in in the moments that we're feeling fear. So you could look around the room and name five things. You could remind yourself of the times when you thought something was scary because very rarely does it turn out the way we envision it. Most of us should be writing movies and fiction in the way that we can conjure up uh, a fear case and a fear based scenario. So information is something that our brain loves and I truly believe that the brain is so fascinating. I just love the way it's wired and how it works even when it's not seeming to work in our highest intention. But I I truly believe that the brain wants something put in its place if you're going to take something out if you're going to turn down fear if you're going to face it we need to put something in its place and I would like it to be the informed space so when we come back I'm going to talk about that and then give some steps in how you could shift this so see you in a minute you're listening to Intuition Your First Sense, the podcast by Vicky Baird, intuitive coach, consultant, and speaker. Did you know that you can schedule a private intuitive session with Vicky? Book your own phone or video session online at VickyBaird.com/slash booking. And if you're ready to create transformation in your life as you develop your own intuition, choose a coaching package. With three, six, or twelve month options, you can benefit from Vicky's wise guidance over time as you discover your path. Plus, with a coaching package, you'll get improved pricing and priority-advanced scheduling. Book today at vickibaird.com slash booking. That's v-i-c-k-i-b-a-i-r-d dot com slash booking. Thanks for listening. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because of Anchor. Anchor is an app that literally makes this podcasting experience so easy, It's free and there is a creation tool right inside the app and it'll send it out to all the platforms for you. It has made this process seamless and something that actually helped me to really be excited about getting all the shows out to you because it didn't take a whole new degree in technology. So feel free to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your own podcast and let me know what it is so I can listen to it. Well, welcome back. So did you think about whether you are informed or in fear? And it probably changes often given any point during your day or what's going on or the conversation. Your conversations you're having, the people you're interacting with, uh, just having that question be available to you may be empowering. When we're informed, you have a, there's a sense of security that comes with that. When you learn something, so just think about the last time your shoe came untied. You didn't panic or become too concerned about it. You bent down, you tied it and you got on with your, your day. So this feeling of being informed comes from that same, um, practice, right? Getting the information, trying it over and over again. You didn't tie your shoes perfectly the first time you might have even done those little bunny ears. So asking yourself if you're in fear, Can I be informed? Do I need more information here? What am I missing? Uh, Am I missing anything? Uh, So the empowerment that comes from that and knowing your track record is that, well, if I don't know something, I can get the information somewhere. If you have fingers that can type or text, you have the ability to look up things and we're in a pretty amazing time. I'm not saying everything you look up is completely accurate. Don't believe everything you read or hear. But I am saying that we are in such an amazing time space reality here that we have access to stuff that before we would not have been able to because you maybe couldn't get to the library. Maybe your town didn't have a library. So I think being appreciative of the fact that we can inform ourselves and that we can find some direction. I've said it before, YouTube has saved my life on many occasions. That's a little dramatic, but you know, when you're trying to install the locks on your door and you can't figure out what's going on because you just didn't get that kind of head, I can solve and help people line up their lives and release traumas and fears, but... Oh, that whole spatial concept in this lifetime takes me a little bit. So you can get the information. You can ask someone around you who may be more of an authority on the, the subject matter, whatever that happens to be. Um, and because sometimes I feel like we go into fear because we don't want to admit that we don't know something. Maybe that kicks off within you a feeling of I'm not smart enough. I can't do it. Um, people know more than I know. Well, yes, they do. And that's a good thing because then we can reach out and we can say, Hey, I'm having a little bit of a difficult time with this. Is there information that you have? Um, and saying, I don't know when I'm coaching with someone and they, I ask them a question about themselves and they say, I don't know. And sometimes they'll look a little bit embarrassed and I'll say, no, no, no. It's okay not to know. It's even okay not to know what's going on inside yourself. That's why we get help. That's why we go to a coach or a therapist or see our doctor, um, talk to, you know, a confidant. That's why you expand. That's how you expand. And If you're willing to say I don't know and there are many times in my past where I've had to say to you know maybe I'm consulting in a corporation or I'm you know working with a client individually and I I may have to say I don't know about this I will find out Um, it gives us a diving off point right when you say I don't know you can go look something up. And for the longest time, this was hard for me too, because my nickname as a kid was Know It All. And I don't, I hope it wasn't because I told everybody what to do. It was just that I had such a sponge for a brain that I wanted to know everything. And there's not really a subject that I find boring. I may not want to pursue it, but initially, I'm interested in it. And especially if somebody else is interested in it if someone's talking about maybe they're a welder and I don't know anything about that except you get that really cool helmet that you get to slam down. Um, but they're talking about their experience. I get all excited because they're excited. So it's it's fundamentally impossible to know everything. And I think that would be kind of boring anyway. So The ability to say, I don't know, you might have to check in with that part of you that is feeling less than, it's feeling like, oh, I did something wrong here, or I missed the boat, Uh, and, and instead flip that to the place of, oh, this is so exciting, I get to learn something new, I get to put some more information into my own hard drive, and then you know, in the way that synchronicity works, you could be having a conversation with someone a few days later and you say, actually, I do know a little bit about this. I love how that works. There were times where, uh, when Howard was alive, we'd be watching, I'd be watching TV and probably be some random TV show. And he would ask, why are you watching this? And I'd say, I have absolutely no idea. I don't know anything about this subject, but I found it interesting in the moment, so I'm watching it. And I, most of the time, until I caught on to the pattern, would chalk it up to the fact that I just like to learn. You know, maybe I found the host of the show appealing or I like the premise of the show. But more often than not, I would have a client come in within a week or so And I would use some reference from the show and they would either say, oh, I love that show. Or there was something about it. One time I had an electrician come in and I know the fundamentals of electricity, but I certainly can't wire a panel box or anything. And well, maybe I could learn that on YouTube. No, that's probably not smart. I'll hire someone to do it. (laughs) But the uh, show I was watching explained the how the the electricity comes in from the riser, from the street, travels down, goes to your, and it talked about all these things in particular. And I used it as an analogy for his life when we were in session and the tears that came to his eyes because I used his language. Well, the tears came to his eyes because it resonated, but it resonated because I was able to use an example from that made sense to his head, and I could use that example because I watched the show and I watched the show because I was willing to say, I don't know anything about this. What the heck are they talking about? And it helps us to engage with people when we say, I don't know, because I love saying, I don't know to a kid. Oh, I just love, especially when they're in that you know, four, five, six year old age where they are going to tell you exactly what it is and it may not have an essence of practical truth to it but it has their truth. I love admitting that I or saying to them I don't know. Um, it's even endearing I found with my older kids that when they would bring me some information that you know I probably learned in my 20s as well and I sometimes would simply keep quiet. And receive the fact that they were bringing me this information because it helped them to feel empowered about what they had learned because someone didn't solve it for them and they fixed it and they they, they got to feel proud of themselves so you get to do that journey if you're willing to say I don't know and um, the sources that we have are just we're so blessed so being able to do that check in with your elders it's just amazing they may not be your relatives but that life experience has such vast information in it and you come in with an intuitive knowing you that is already wired within you so you may not know how to wire a house (laughs) but you can ask yourself what do i know about me What do I know about this situation already? What would, I love asking the questions when I'm doing an Oracle card read for myself, or I'm tapping in a meditation. I will say to my guides or my angels, I'll say, what do you want me to know? Because I'm assuming they're going to bring me something I don't already know. And it's like having my birthday, Christmas, and I don't know. Easter rolled all into one. So bringing in that knowledge that you have in the soul level, it can't be fully appreciated if we don't bring the brain into the practice. If we're not willing to say that we have to learn about something or we don't know something, I feel like the soul doesn't get to fully express itself either because we are here to learn. So if you're not inquisitive about something every day, if you're not learning something every day, then you're really shortchanging your experience here and you're not allowing your soul to expand as much as it possibly can. So this is a way to be informed too. It's a way of ask, you can ask your soul, what do you want to learn? Um, I did not fully trust that it wanted to learn how to do a uh, a rugged maniac and yet when I was part of a spin class they weren't even talking to me I completely invited myself into the situation but something had been tapping on my shoulder for a few months saying I'd like to experience that and I'd like to do it with people I trust and you know I'd like to see if my body can handle it and Ah, one minor injury, a few uh, few obstacles in, <laughs> big deal. But that all came to fruition because I was willing to say, I don't know what you're trying to tell me. And yet I follow my intuition. So when the conversation is happening around me, my ears perked up. And then I was also willing to say, I don't know about this. Can you tell me what you're talking about? And thankfully... Um, Ashley was willing to have me on her team so we uh, ran through the mud and got completely filthy and laughed like fools and that if I had allowed my fear to of being able to do any of the obstacles go around them um, you know not let my team members down because I was too slow if any of those fears they were there trust me they were there (laughs) on the starting line um, halfway through when we got to that place where we had to walk up the uh, seesaw and down it, I walked up the first one. I didn't like how slippery it was. I walked around the second one. So there's a place of, there's time for fear to be our friend and there's time that fear is our foe and it gets in the way. So being inquisitive about what my soul wants to learn. And if you are listening to yours, it will line up the opportunities to learn some more, to expand what you are here to learn and to have a whole heck of a lot of fun while you're doing it. If there are some beliefs in the way, truly there can be some blocks. There can be some beliefs that are in the way that are you know, deep in your neural pathways that need to be shifted. Then bring that, allow that to come up to the surface and to inform you, let your beliefs inform you of what changes can be made or, you know, what your system would like to make and address those and really look at working um, collaboratively with your first sense and your other five senses. Let your brain help your soul, your soul, help your brain and let the informed part of you help to dissipate some of this fear so that it truly is on board when it's necessary and it's not there in excess and holding you back from embracing the, all that your experience could have to offer. So Everything in life is a choice. We do have choices in how we respond to things. I know it can feel like sometimes things are happening to you, but the place of you know, a sense of self or a soul empowerment and therefore a human empowerment is recognizing that there is choice. We can go into any situation. We can react. We can respond. If you're reacting, you're in fear. If you're responding, you're informed. You took those seven seconds to take a breath before you answered somebody or before you engaged. You have a choice in how you see, see or how you deal with a situation and an opportunity because sometimes the thing that's creating a little bit of nervousness or fear vibration is an opportunity. I recently um, started this uh, school, this, um, well, it's not full school, it's a uh, business program that's gonna run for seven or eight weeks, something like that. And it's it's pretty involved, it's intense. And I had some questions and my, my own subconscious came up with this, you can't handle this, plus work, plus your client load, um, plus, you know, I have to have my Sundays free, Uh, plus run, plus all the other stuff, you can't do that. Well, that was the fear talking. And once I looked at it and said, you know what, I used to work 80 hours a week when we had the store, and I actually loved it. So most of it. Um, And I can do this. The The fear that's coming up is a doubt that will I do it well. That's up to me, depending on the energy I put into it and the time into it. So being able to understand What is that hesitation that's coming up? I'll look it square in the face and say, What are you trying to tell me here, fear? And it did help me because, for instance, last night I was going to go to bed. Um, It was, you know, reasonable, nine o'clock, I could go to bed. And then I thought, you know what you could do? You could read through that next module and get familiar with some of the vocabulary before it starts on Monday. And then you will feel more solid and informed. Do you now see why today's podcast is called (laughs) Informed or Fear? Um, Because it followed up to the conversation I had with my client a couple weeks ago. So all of these things are connected. We just have to pay attention. So I do imagine that throughout the process, there will be some kind of Um, engagement in the fear energy but being willing to look at it and know that I can completely um, turn that down by asking and and being informed and you know there's an instructor there are um, there's a big support network that I can reach out to it's a matter of allowing oneself to do that so you may have some wiring that it needs some help to shift. So you can call me. You can see your therapist. You can um, do your own work around it, do some tapping. But whatever it is, take that step so that the fear isn't in charge anymore. And then you can do whatever it is that felt like it was exciting to begin with. So I know you can do it you're here, you've done wonderfully well up until this point, and we're just building on it. So let's be informed about what's available to us, and uh, let's be seekers of knowledge, and then put that knowledge into effect. So feel free to subscribe to this podcast, leave a message, Um, you can uh, leave a rating, that would be lovely or a review and let me know if there are topics that you'd like to talk about what's what are you bumping up against that i can help with because the you know humans aren't all that complex we do have so much in common so if you're bumping up against it i can guarantee that others are as well and i am happy to help so let's go be informed